the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back, and boy, does time go quickly. And we're going to finish up the benefits for the buyer and the seller um, of having a pre-approval. And then we've been talking about residential real estate. So, again, the expert who writes for The Real Deal, The Commercial Observer, she's been on our show many times, and she is an expert in commercial real estate. So we've been talking about residential for the first hour. So now I want to talk after this a little about commercial and Lois Weiss is the go-to when I have to ask about commercial. So she'll be honest in a few minutes. So before that, Tom, first of all, it was great to have you on today. But what I want to leave people or our listeners with is that um, the pre-approval, as Tom said, means that the lender has already done its due diligence and is willing to loan you the money. So if you're a buyer... I would, uh, you, you want to have that and you want to make sure you tell your broker or make sure your broker knows that you have a pre-approval and the broker will make sure that the seller, and if you're a seller, you want to ask, unless it's an all cash bid, because then you don't have to ask that question. You want to ask, do you have a pre-approval? Now, that's very different than a qualification, a pre-qualification is not a pre-approval. But if somebody has a pre-approval, that will provide you as a seller with an extra measure of security so that, you know, you know that this person has been approved a loan, their credit's good, the bank is going to lend them the money. And as a buyer, if you have a pre-approval over someone who doesn't, if you have a homeowner that that knows you are likely to have a much better shot at getting your bid take it. So I think that's really a key thing to make sure. And Tom, how do people reach you? And if they want questions, where do they get a hold of you? How can they find you? Absolutely. Well, yeah, Donnie, I really enjoyed um, being part of the show. Looking forward to it um, for the weeks to come. So thank you. And uh, yeah, just to, just to finish up, the pre-approval is critically important. And it's never too early to start, too. I'd like to add that, you know, to reach out to a loan officer and start having those conversations, the more runway you have, I, I believe the better experience will be when you ultimately find that home. But uh, I would love to uh, help out as many people as possible and introduce them to some of the great loan officers at Citizens Bank. You can reach me via email at thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S dot Drew, and that's D-R-E-W, at citizensbank.com. That's thomas.drew at citizensbank.com. Looking forward to hearing from uh, some of the great listeners out there. 
You will. It was great, and I, I'm looking forward to next week. And by the way, for all of our listeners, we'll have all that information for you so that if you didn't, if you're not at home and could write it, because we don't want you writing while you're driving, uh, <laughs> we'll have it all. Okay. Uh, with that, Tom, looking it was forward great to next fun. week. Donna. So, so do I. All right. Thank you. Take care, everybody. All right, have a great weekend. You too. So it was great, great. But you know, I I I have uh, so much faith in 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 loan officers that you know it's important to find the right one and uh, somebody that will explain it to you. And you know, sometimes you know when you say, "Oh my God, I feel so stupid. I'm asking too many questions." Never feel that way. Ask as many questions as you can, and then sometimes. You know, it's a lot, so you go back and you think of things and then you didn't remember, or we didn't ask this. Feel free to call back and don't feel like a pain. This is one of the largest investments you'll make. And again, a little overt word of advice for me, if you're buying this home with somebody else, make sure you talk well before so that you both are on the same page. I can't tell you how many times I've seen buyers who are buying a home together, and they're on very different pages, okay? So make sure you do that. With that, I have an expert, a friend, and someone who I go to whenever it had, when I need a question about commercial real estate. She's been doing it for a long, long time. She's in the real deal, the commercial observer. And when I need to know about commercial real estate, Lois Weiss is the person I ask. Good morning. Well, you should say it's almost afternoon, so almost good afternoon. Hi, Lois. Hi, Dottie. How are you? And don't forget the New York Post. That's my main oh, the New York there. Post. The Post. I read the Post all the time. Okay. I, I, I love the Post. Um, yes. So, mm-hmm. Lois, we, for the first hour, we're really talking about because, you know, I've been reading, you know, if you read the papers, you're reading Recession. Um, the NAR came out with all their housing stats, and everything says down, 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 down. But we were in a crazy market for two years when it was in residential. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, it was like yeah. crazy. Um, now, commercial took a different path. What's going on? What do you see today in commercial real estate in a, you know, in, for the tri-state, for New York, and maybe nationally? How do you see that recovery? Um, it's starting to slow down, frankly. You know, the same thing. People want to see people back in the office. And, you know, while the major companies are still leasing a lot, you know, other people are, you know, trying to, you know, fit in their lifestyle into the way they were when they were working at home. So, you know, we're seeing a lot of people go to uh, we works that have opened in various suburban locations or, you know, even in, in some of the apartment buildings where they, they don't want to be in the house and they'd like to be with other people, but they don't necessarily want to commute too far to get to that office. You know, on the other hand, the, you know, the major companies are still looking for space because they're looking four and five years out, especially if they want to go into a new building. So everything is geared towards quality and and going to the best spaces. And that's, you know, our general flight to quality. 
most of landlords are seeing people back in, you know, three or four days a week, but maybe it, you know, the buildings are 40 to 50 to 60% full, depending on the industry. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I'm looking at Labor Day as one of those key weeks when, you know, people are going to either go back to the office or not. Well, I mean, you're looking at right after Labor Day, okay? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, mean, I think everybody's at the beach this, the next couple of weeks. The kids are yes, home we've from been, camp. We've been, right. The kids are, like I always tell people, this is really uh, traditionally in any time. It has nothing to do with now. This is a slow time for real estate because the kids are getting home from camp. And the parents are getting them ready for school, and they have to buy school clothes, and then school starts, and they have to get notebooks and whatever they have to get for school. So the next couple of weeks traditionally are slow always, I, I feel. I mean, I... I, I you know, Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, we, we, I, have a, we have a calendar. Everybody's away for Christmas and, every, and New Year's now, you know, and same thing. Yeah. So, we, so I don't go involved much by this these next couple of weeks, but I do think, and I want to ask what you. I mean, this is my opinion, and you know, I I read a lot of real estate and uh, read all these different opinions. And, um, I but I do think, and this is just an opinion. And I want to stress that to everyone because there's no fact. Nobody could know facts on this. I just believe that the pandemic changed a lot of people and um but i think they were trends that were in the works but just when they were expedited because i had noticed that in working as long as i'm working and i'm a boomer we worked seven days a week so i you know i love the beach i gave up the beach every weekend i was you know working okay and i noticed that the millennials which are the, the largest buyers at this moment of time um, and the generation after that, which I believe is X or Z, whatever. Gen, they, Gen Z. Yeah. They want more balance. They're like, hey, you know, we want to have our uh, family time. We want to have our work time. Um, they don't necessarily never want to speak with anybody at work because I think when you're in an environment where people are working together, you grow from that. But they don't seem to really want to come back six days, or, you know, five. They, they want to have, you know, kind of balance and more of a balance. And I look at them and I say, well, <laughs> if they can, but they want to make the same amount of money also. And I say, well, if they can do that, then, hey, great for them. And we were, then we were dumb, okay? Um, yeah. so, but I don't think people want to never go back to work. But I do agree with you that people got used to working out of their home for a while, um, never did we think this pandemic was going to be this long. And so I think that they kind of, and I think that, you know, they want that interaction. Um, but I think that if they can help it, they'd rather have some kind of a balance where they can work from home and be in the office maybe three or four days a week. Are you seeing that also? Oh, absolutely. And it's funny, um, my daughter is a millennial and her husband got a new job and they said, you have to go to work. And you know what? He loves it, but he doesn't have to go in every single day. So, you know, that makes life great. And she works in an, in, at home 
but with a global team, and they're all working in different countries. Um, and, you know, they're in the sweet spot. They're looking for a house, and, you know, we kind of watch the market go up, and now we're watching it go down. But I, I think that for young people who are entering the job market and coming out of college, and for somebody who still wants to climb that corporate ladder and make more money, you have got to be in an office unless you can find, you know, some fantastic remote job because you want to be mentored. You want to, you know, be seen by the uh, people in the C-suite as being somebody who wants to work and be there. And you can't do that on a Zoom call. Um, right. Which is why all the lawyers are in, and all the real the real estate industry is all into work. You know, they've been working right along. No, they've been working you know? right along, and obviously, they can do some of the stuff at home. But I think I, I think in the beginning of the show, I, I you know I, I told the story of how you know when I was starting out, and I, um, you know, decided oh gee you know. I'd love to work for Merrill Lynch, and you know, and I read the book because, of course, they didn't have the internet then. Uh, so I read the book. Like you need to know, you need to be where the people that make the decisions are. Okay, yeah. you, you're better off being, you know, have a, a less of a job, but be where the people that make the decisions were. And in real estate, I was working for Merrill at the time. They were in California, the ones that ran the real estate entity, and so. I didn't have any much money, but I saved them some money, and I flew to California, and the head of Merrill at the time of the real estate was this guy named George Rathman, and I went to his office. Now, he didn't take he didn't take appointments from people that worked for him, okay? You know, he was booked. Yeah. I just went there. I was 20-something years old, and the secretary, I said, you know, she goes, you, have, you don't have an appointment. And I said, no. She said, well, he's not going to see you. Um, and I said, but I flew, she just kind of looked at me like, no way. And I just said, well, you know what? I'm just going to sit here and maybe when he comes out, he'll talk to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe if he comes and she ended up going to the ladies room and this is a true story. And I just went to his office. I just walked in and the man, first of all, looked at me a little shocked. (laughs) I said, I read the book and I said, I read the book that if you want to get ahead, you got to go where the people are to make decisions, and that's why I'm here. He looked at me, and then all of a sudden, the man, I think, made a big smile. And that really was my start with working with Merrill. Um, yeah. So I do agree with you in the sense that if you don't really form, I mean, look, We've learned how to use Zoom, and it's good, you know, it's great once in a while, but you don't create the same relationships, in my opinion, and learn the stuff that you've learned just being around the office. And also, you want to be where the people are going to see you, where they see who you are. You're not just a, a virtual person. I think that's extremely important. But I do that's think... Right. That, like, in other words, Lois, so you're feeling, or let's just assume that companies allow people to work, say, four days and maybe have one day off, you know, like, say, four days in the office or three days in the office. Okay, let's assume that that's the sense. 
how is that? Now, there's all different types of commercial real estate. It's not just one type. Yeah. But how will that be affecting? Obviously, that's going to affect office space. Yes. The, the most affects office space. But you have to remember that in office districts, you want to be able to go out and uh, get lunch. So the restaurants that are in those office districts need people to be there and to, you know, get the coffee and get the lunch and go into the bar after work and get dinner. So, you know, supporting your local businesses is part of going to work. And, you know, well, that's that, so and the, the, the same with the retail stores in the area. Um, you know, if you're not commuting on the train, uh, the coffee guy isn't going to be able to make a living or the, you know, I mean, we, we use our transportation hubs like Grand Central and, and, and Fulton and places like that and the Port Authority, uh, the Penn Station as, as um, shopping centers, basically, of course, the World Trade Center also. So they need people to support those stores, and those are all jobs that will go away if people don't keep coming into work. Well, I, so, you know, I agree. I said that the other day. I said last week on the show, I said, listen, how many times did, you know, if you're at home working, if you're working from your home, you you know you could, but very rarely do I think you're going to go out, stop in the middle of the day, go out and have a formal lunch and come back, okay? And so many times during your lunchtime, maybe you're just walking around a little bit and you happen to see, a, a, well, I'm a clothes hawk, so I'll see a clothing store, see something in the window, and I wasn't planning to buy it, but it caught my eye. So it affects everything, okay? Uh so I don't know that if I think if they make it a little bit kind of like, in other words, maybe they give you an extra day that you could, maybe one day that you could work from home or, or, or to, I don't think that's horrible. Um, but I think that, and I, and I don't think it's, I think it's so much healthier when you're in the office because again, like you said, if you want to get ahead, you want to be seen, you, yeah. you want to be seen and you want to make relationships with people and I'm not saying that you can't make them on Zoom in some way, but I, I, you know, it's different. Yeah. I mean, I've walked out of my house for many, many years, but I always found that I had to go in and go to press events, go to luncheons, go to meetings with people, because that face-to-face conversation is how you get to know people. And it's very important um, because if they think that you're someone who's willing to learn, they will teach you in the same way you should be helping the people who are younger or just join your company, um, you know, come up and and learn the ropes and be part of your team. Uh, it's just a fantastic way to have, make a career. Absolutely. So how do you see, and again, I can't speak for the country, you know, I have different facts for different places, but let's take the New York metro area, like the tri-state area, you know, and I do read about companies that are looking long-term and that are going and getting buildings and things of that nature. How is the, and New York, which again, people said, forget it, it's over, it's not happening, okay, because we were hit pretty hard. It's so busy. 
Okay, I see so many people that let, let's take the break and then we'll continue this conversation. We have to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. I'm here with you. Summertime! Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? Anyone? Too often, digital campaigns fail because it's being handled by someone inexperienced. It's time for Salem Surround because our specialists break through all the clutter and put your message and your business front and center. Our team is the best of the best with years of experience and superior ideas and innovations. Salem Surround is obsessed with your success. No cookie cutter treatments here. Everything is tailored to you, your company, and your message. With Salem Surround, you get it all. From up-to-the-minute analytic reports and insight to managing every aspect of your digital and marketing needs. So let's turn up the volume on your business. Get started with Salem Surround today. For more information, go to surroundnewyork.com. That's surroundnewyork.com. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. International travel is open again. So now is the perfect time for that trip to Israel, the trip of a lifetime. A trip to the Holy Land will bring you face-to-face with one of the most fascinating countries on earth. More than just a vacation, this meaningful trip is your opportunity to enjoy the freedom to travel again. Walking the ancient streets of Jerusalem where Jesus walked, sailing the Sea of Galilee, and floating in the mineral-rich Dead Sea with its healing and rejuvenating power. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza, along with our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, personally invite you to experience Israel with them this November. To book your trip to Israel, log on to StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Then call 855-565-5519 to secure your spot. Call today, 855-565-5519. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back and we're talking to Lois Weiss, an expert. And she's on the show many times on commercial real estate. And so as um, we're talking about what happens to commercial real estate and how that's recovering, and um, I just found something that I just, just is echoing your words. It's from the Entrepreneur Magazine, and it says, um, you know, that one of the major impacts COVID had on the business world was the shift from office to remote work. And um, 
but it said most supervisors expressed a desire to see their teams in person. And as vaccination rates have risen, many companies like Morgan Stanley are mandating and re- the return to full-time work as long as their employees are fully vaccinated. So, um, and, you know, it says they might want to shrink their properties. It said what you said sometimes, you know, some of the, they can, some places will move some places to the real, to the suburbs. And it just says that commercial real estate investors are advised to pay attention to the shift and desirable locations. And I guess that would go again for desirable, like, office buildings, right, where they're yeah, absolutely. I mean, think think about, like, Alex, let's, let's take Alexander Wang, okay? A okay. fashion icon started in Soho in a small building. He's been there absolutely bursting at the seams and just leased 46,000 square feet, not in Midtown, sort of downtown, at the South Street Seaport area in one wow. of the buildings there because his, it gives him, the people, an incentive to come in. Let's come in. We have places to eat here. We have shopping. It's easy to get to, you know, people who bike over the bridges or, you know, or live in Brooklyn or downtown. It's easy for them to get to. And it's a top floor. It's going to be a gorgeous space, very unique. It wasn't even really on the market. And, you know, that's a big move. Well, speaking of that, you know, I remember, I don't know how many years ago it was, but it was years ago and I did something, I think it was Bloomberg, and I go to their office and there's food and there's places to sit on a couch and just hang around and chat. And they had every, I mean, lunch, and they had, you know, fruits and desserts. And it was just so, so, like, wonderful. And it, it was an environment that was bright and airy, and it it also encouraged people just talking and, 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 and just talking about maybe work, maybe nothing else, and, and relationships. And so would you would you think that, you know, the the office spaces that are kind of, you know, done up and are 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 very like how can I say very you know like social like where they have a social environment also yeah. it's not the open like plan you're not on top yeah of each other. yeah and you yeah. know Lois I all I can say is this I'll never forget about a year ago maybe a year and a half ago I went back to the city you know I went to my apartment I stayed. To stay in the city too much during the pandemic because, you know, I have issues with my lungs sometimes and I just didn't want to take the chance. But I, but so I went back, I went to my apartment, I went back, and it was almost like, um, those of you might be too young to remember, but uh, when I was a kid, I used to watch the Twilight Zone. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the Twilight Zone have these weird stories, you know, and I was like, oh, my God, there wasn't, like, there was no cars. I mean, there was just no cars. There was no people. The city was absolutely, it wasn't like 9-11 where, you know, right. I mean, 9-11, people were united. People came yep. back. I mean, if yep. you lived downtown, you might have had to relocate. But it it was eerie. 
I mean, I yeah. thought I was in the Twilight Zone. Now, yeah. oh, I'm like, I'm cursing under my breath. My God, there's so much traffic. It feels like there's more traffic than before the pandemic. And yeah, I know the hotels have been... a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I know the hotels have really, most of them, you know, now a lot of them are filled to capacity. And we haven't really seen, we're just starting to see foreigners come back. Yep. Because yeah, because they could, they're because they're not uh, have to they don't have to worry about their vaccination status anymore. So that's right. really important. They got people in from other countries, and New York is still cheap. It's still a bargain, and people can come here and and buy things they can't get in their their own countries. So you know, it's a unique time. It's it's people. a unique time, and so you've been in this. You've been watching this business forever and you've seen changes you know yeah and again no one like i said only the man upstairs really knows the future of anything i mean we're just but you know you're somebody that's in 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 you know you're in the moment you're not sitting at some desk somewhere and i am too what do you see you know what do you see the what what do you see as and after pandemic uh for 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 commercial real estate, and again, we're talking about different oh. commercial real because some commercial yeah. real estate we don't only have office space, I and mean, there's a lot of different kind of commercial real estates. So, what are you seeing in the in the different parts of commercial real estate? Well, right now, um, uh, land prices are down because there's no tax exemption if you build uh, rental housing. And the property taxes are simply too damn high in New York City. It's, uh, uh, you know, well over a third of people's rent is going directly to the city. So it's just something they don't realize. Um, And uh, so uh, the land prices are down less it's for condominium because if you can sell a condominium still, uh, you can build a building. Um, in the buildings that are a little older and don't have good floor plates and they haven't modernized, a lot of them, especially downtown now, are being sold to people who will build, who will convert them to rental housing and um while there's no incentives uh they're still going ahead because some of the buildings can be made into condominiums so you have you know buildings like four new york plaza 55 broad street that are um you know going to be filled with people in downtown now you know it's uh, before 9/11 there weren't a lot of people living downtown now there's you know 60 70 80,000 people living there and plenty of stores and shopping and restaurants so um it's a great place to live and, and easy to walk to work or commute to anywhere there's like 11 subway lines that come in Right. Did you remember Lois when I think it was uh, 9/11, and yeah. they said, you know, when the World Trade Center was hit? And do you yeah. remember people said, oh, no one will live downtown, and no yeah. one will want a high floor. Absolutely, okay? absolutely, and Nobody of course, <laughs> want high floors anymore. 
Okay, and uh, I said, well, you know, they might have predicted that, but that certainly wasn't the case because the higher the floor, the higher the price. That's what became. And that really, yeah. 9-11, I mean, after that, they really took downtown and made it like a whole other world. Hour. Yes, it's a 24-hour city now, and it's uh, fantastic. I mean, downtown has uh, more square footage than, like, you know, Chicago and and Los Angeles, so uh, you know, don't don't you know, just discount it. Um, but um, yeah, so, what uh, advice would you be? What, what advice? What advice would you give um, people who are listening to the show, who are thinking of buying commercial buildings um, and maybe smaller commercial buildings? Uh, and yeah, again, well, when you're giving advice, again, we have to, I just want to make sure everybody knows, you know, nothing is exactly the same across the country. So you have to kind of look at an individual market. But I will mm-hmm. tell you this, and I'm going to say it, I've said it 20 million times on this show, and I will say it again. Never bet against New York. They might go through their ups and their downs. Yeah, but I've yeah. never been against it. New York City is yeah. New York City, and there's only one New York City. Yes, and and just like you know everything else, what goes down goes up, and it goes up higher. We're not paying you know ten cents anymore to get on a bus, and the same with the buildings. Every building that was depressed. I mean, when I started in this building, in the business. The um, every building downtown had been taken back by the lenders because of the city's uh, taxing structure, and it was crazy. You could have bought any building down there for ten million dollars, which I didn't have. You know, I kept going. I can buy any building, <laughs> but you know, some people did, and they were sold later for a hundred, two hundred, three hundred million dollars. So. You know, it's just a matter of looking. I mean, there's great buys now. I see a lot of uh, tax class 2B buildings for sale because they're a protected Can you tell everybody class. what that is exactly when you say yes. flat, you know? Yep. It's a building with 6 to 11 units that's um, a rental and has apartments. A lot of them are often market rate. And the property taxes are protected, so it can't go up more than 8% per year or 30% in five years. Great buys. So that's a, one class uh, that's easy to get into. And so Lois, listen. This- well, I just want to take a break, and then I will wrap up things, and then I want you to come back. Well, let's just take a quick break, and then we'll wrap this all up, and you'll come back after Labor Day and the holidays. Uh, let us know what's going on. We'll be right back. We have a quick break. Imagine you're relaxing on the sky deck of a beautiful yacht as it cruises through New York Harbor. The iconic skyline creates a picturesque backdrop as you sip a delicious summer cocktail with your feet up, taking in the sun and scenic views, finding refuge from traffic that plagues the tri-state area. On board, a tranquil cruise. Sounds like an impossible dream, right? Well, all of this can be your reality on board the Atlantis with New York Cruises. Fully insured and Coast Guard certified, this three-deck yacht is fantastic. 
family-owned and operated, with over 40 years of boat building and marine experience, Captain Fred and the Atlantis will make any event a great time. Comfort, luxury, attention to detail. It's what the Atlantis and New York cruises are all about. Experience the sophistication of cruising around Manhattan in style on your wedding day, birthday, anniversary, corporate event, or you know what? For no occasion at all. Call 212-633-1231 or visit NewYorkCruises.com. The following is a paid political announcement. Sunday mornings just got a lot more interesting. Be sure to tune into Frankly Speaking with Frank Palata, Republican House candidate for U.S. Congress representing New Jersey's 5th District. Frank will be discussing the issues of the day that affect everyone, the economy, crime, veterans affairs, seniors, border security, and much, much more. Don't miss it. Frankly Speaking, Sunday mornings at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. This is Frank Palata, and I approve this message. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Hey, I just spoke to my buddy Alex Cancella at Route 22 Toyota, and he told me that anyone looking to beat these ridiculous gas prices should get over to see them at Route 22 Toyota in Hillside, New Jersey. That's because they've got one of the area's largest inventories of new Toyota vehicles, including the most fuel-efficient vehicles, like the 39-mile-per-gallon Toyota Camry, the 41-mile-per-gallon RAV4 Hybrid, or the one that started it all, Toyota Prius, which gets a combined 56 miles per gallon. No need to re- mortgage your house just to fill up the tank call route 22 toyota at 973-705-8905 let them show you which fuel efficient toyota is right for you plus they're making it easier than ever to get out of your gas guzzler by offering 125 percent of book value on your trade that's right any make any model 973-705-8905 schedule an appointment at route 22 toyota they'll give you 125 percent book value towards a fuel efficient toyota and remember tell them joe piscopo sent you Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back and um, with Lois White, who's been on our show many times, talking about commercial real estate. And obviously, uh, we're coming out of two years of a crazy market as far as residential goes. People were all over the place. Um, and for commercial businesses, it had to be really tough since we were quarantined and with no vaccine. The restaurants weren't open and stores. I mean, it was it was really a tough time. Uh, but as I said, I'm in New York City and, like, it is busy again and there's people all over the place. And I don't think everyone's fully come back because we said that the foreigners are just starting to come back because of the vaccine things. So what, if you had to give any, and again, you can't, you know, speak, for, and I mean, you're New York, the tri-state, um, well, what do you see for commercial real estate? You know, what do you see? Um, what do you see going forward? Not only for New York, or do you see more going out to the suburbs? I think, I forgot who's building something in Jericho, Long Island, something big. Maybe it was Amazon or something like that. Um, 
do you see the people also taking some of the commercial spaces outside of New York City? Um, what do you think? There's always people, you know, who who want to have a, uh, a, a, a an office closer to where they live or where some of their people live. So, you know, that always happens. Um, I, I think the the suburban office properties are going to do pretty well, especially for mom and pop businesses, maybe the accountants, the the um, some lawyers who want to work closer to home. But if you're in a major tech company or um, want a career, you want to be in the city with other people and um, with a lot of opportunities. I mean, there's just thousands of jobs available. Um, and I, you know, if you want a job, don't just depend on uh, LinkedIn or, um, you know, the Indeed, because you can go right to the company's website. When I'm writing about a company leasing office space, the first thing I do is look at their website and see what kind of jobs they have available. And um, they often have jobs you wouldn't think of available. So it's pretty cool. But I want to say that there's, you know, um, the retailers are still opening stores they're not opening. They may not always take a 10-year lease. They're taking a three-year lease, a five-year lease with options. Um, it's Sugar just opened uh, a, a store in, on 42nd Street, uh, and they have you know 100 stores all over the U.S. right now. And it's candy because I mean, right? You you reach for that chocolate when you need uh, some to be happy. Why M&M's does so well. I mean, think about the M&M's, the condo where M&M's has a lease, the commercial condo. It sold um, um, for $191.5 million in March. It's a little under 26,000 square feet. And um, and the signs alone are 1.1 million in rent a year. So there's all kinds of odd ways to make money: buy buy a billboard sign, buy a, a small property, buy a a lot of people who who own warehouses in Queens, Brooklyn, the Bronx. Um, they're now being able to rent to stores that don't want to keep their inventory in their store in Soho. And they'll put inventory, you know, in that last, what they call the last mile. And there's a lot of industrial properties, which has been the hottest sector across the U.S. Because when we've been home, we've been ordering stuff. And if you order something, it has to get to you. And the big trucks uh, go to a, you know, a, a place right out of the central business districts, and then it's brought in by the smaller vans and box trucks. It's where you, you know, your food gets there too, um, from from the um, um, wholesalers at the Hunts Point Market in the Bronx, you know, comes in by train and, and truck and then goes to the every bodega and supermarket. So that's been very, very hot. Um, I will say to people, country. listen, if you are in 
the well, if you're in the if you're thinking of commercial buildings, whether commercial, residential, you need to get a good team together. You need to get people who know the business. You need to really it's work. You need to take the time. Yeah. As Lola said, investigate, go, go see the buildings, yeah. look at who's moving around. Okay, but I will tell you that if you want, you know, you can wake up and think of all the you know, the bad things that have gone on or things of the good things. And I see this, like, I can tell you that Florida, the rents increased so much it was ridiculous because they had yeah. the surge of New Yorkers because we got hit pretty bad at first, okay? Yeah. I'm. You still can get some good deals. You're not going to steal things, and I said that last week. Don't think it's a fire sale, but you still can get some nice deals, Okay, and I see, and this is my opinion, I see New York transitioning now to being, you know, like it was getting very, like, almost suburban, okay? Um, I see young people back, okay, you know, flocking to the city. I see some traffic. I see, you know, I happen to live in a hotel, condo, so I, I see a lot of foreigners now starting to come back where you didn't see any, and the hotels were basically shut. Uh, and I think for the the amount of time that you know we're back, it's a it's a it's it's really amazing how it's come back, and that we've still got work to do. Don't get me wrong, but it's also there's an op there's opportunities if you're really looking. Um, sometimes, okay. And I I I would say with all my heart, and I don't ever. You know, and I, as again, I said, there's certainly work to do in New York City as there is in any city. And the pandemic changed a lot of things. But at the end of the day, you know, I think even New Jersey, parts of Jersey are really booming. I mean, I think there's a lot of opportunity. You have to do your homework, put a good team together. Yes, and, and use a reputable brokerage because Absolutely. I look at, at at listings sometimes and I go, wait, this guy isn't selling a Rockefeller Center building. What the heck's wrong with this? And I you know, sometimes complain to the listing services because there are people out there who will put listings up or um, give a general address and they don't have the exclusive right to sell that building. And that's really important because a lot of brokers are um, have that exclusive. And if you come to them with another broker, you're going to end up being the one that pays your broker. And that's if you can make that deal. Um, so, so go to someone you know, reputable. Okay, go to a reputable company. Um, and, and go to and someone. And make sure you have a lawyer. Yeah. Yes. Have your lawyer. Yes. Have have somebody, and not just like you know your wife's uncle who writes wills. I say wills. the same thing. I you were like friends. I yes. think the same no, thing. Absolutely, Don't use your son-in-law who's a divorce attorney who doesn't want to do it anyway because you think it's cheap. I mean, it's so unique. The laws in New York—they change. Like every few months, every second, they're signing another law. You got to sweep the sidewalk, or you get this fine. You know, if you don't turn on, if you don't put up this sign, it's another. If you don't file this form, you get a fine. I mean, it's insane. So 
you've got to have people. If it has rent stabilized, you need a rent stabilization attorney. You need someone who understands. And then you need a contract attorney. You need an architect to tell you what's what you can do. You need the contractor to say whether you can fix the sidewalk or not. You just, you know, you need somebody watching the envelope with the windows, the facade. I mean, you, you know, I'm, I'm looking at a, a big building that somebody very sophisticated bought and the last contractor left all these violations on the building. I mean, it's nuts. And now, you know, who's responsible for those violations and the costs and protecting the public? That's such good advice to all of our listeners, really. Make sure you use an attorney who specializes in that, not just any attorney. And also when you're using a broker, it should be a reputable company and somebody who's specializing in commercial because, you know, commercial and residential are two different, completely different animals. Okay? Absolutely. You yeah, know, and there's envi- en- environmental issues. Will the bank lend to you because this was a dry cleaner years ago up the block, and now it leached in you know underground to your property? And, and, you know, you and the banks all all want these you know kinds of of documents and surveys before they allow you to you know before they loan you the money, and you know it, it's. Something that you need good advice for. Yeah. We probably have a couple of minutes left. And what I would love you to do is, first of all, enjoy the, so sad, that summer is almost over. We had a nice summer and the weather was nice and, you know, but I hope that you'll come back in the next month or two and give us an update because as you said, like now it's a slow time. People are coming back from camp and school and this. Come back and give us another report, like on what, on, on what you see in the next couple of months. Absolutely. And enjoy the rest Every, of the summer. Yeah, have a great summer and get back to work, people. Yes, get back to work. We'll see you all soon. Have a great week and enjoy the wonderful day. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.